Welcome to another edition of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo with Colleen Daniel. Thank you for being here. This is special coverage of COVID-19 and how the coronavirus is affecting the lives of those who live in Mansfield. Let's take a look at this week's headlines. Coronavirus closes MISD campuses for two weeks. Local schools and universities switch to distance learning. MISD students will continue to receive nutritional meals during the break. Local nonprofit reaches out to the community for support. U.S. officials recommend that you avoid groups larger than 10 people. Tarrant County Commissioner Devin Allen talks about the virus outbreak at the county level. We'll fill you in on which municipal facilities are open and closed during this time of quarantine. Grocery store hoarding. One local expert breaks down the psychology behind it. One local business owner vows to stay open but asks customers to play it safe. Will the coronavirus affect your financial investments? We speak with a local expert. The state-bound Timberview Wolves never got the chance to hit the courts. And in this week's poll question, do you think the supermarket hoarding craze was fueled by mainstream media, social media, both, or neither? We have the answers along with your weekly weather forecast and an in-studio interview with Sonia Salazar from Wise Wellness regarding the benefits of CBD. We will conclude with your chance to win a $25 gift card to Big D Barbecue with the trivia question of the week. The news is next. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and information. This is about Mansfield. Mother of three Mansfield students, wife, former teacher, and entrepreneur, I'm Corinne Fiagami, and my husband and I are extremely grateful for the teachers, staff, and administrators who make our district a destination for quality education. Our schools consistently score high marks on state accountability ratings. Many of our facilities are state-of-the-art, and our district and school leadership teams are committed to increasing the academic, social, emotional, and physical health of our children. As a school board member, I intend to make sure that all of our district-wide assets continue to serve our community's needs with excellence. That's why I'm here, to ask for your vote for MISD School Board of Trustees Place 7. We must ensure all of our children and receive the benefits of access to an excellent education. I'm Corinne Fiagami, and not only do I approve this message, I invite you to learn more at CorinneForMISD.com. Paid for by Corinne Fiagami for Mansfield ISD School Board. Welcome back to About Mansfield. Following the recommendations of Tarrant County Public Health, Mansfield ISD has extended spring break for an additional two weeks to help prevent the spread of coronavirus. MISD schools, offices, and facilities will be closed to the public from Monday, March 16th through Friday, March 27th. All extracurricular activities and field trips will be canceled during that period as well. The district will continue to monitor and evaluate the situation prior to reopening school on Monday, March 30th, and will communicate Communicate updates as necessary. MISD asks that you limit travel, if at all possible, and practice good hygiene etiquette to prevent the spread of this illness and other contagious diseases. The state of Texas announced Monday it is waiving the standardized STAR testing requirements for the 2019-2020 school year because of the coronavirus pandemic. The ACT college admissions test, scheduled for April 4th, has been rescheduled for June 13th, while SAT 
testing scheduled for May 2nd has been canceled. Students who have already registered can expect a refund. MISD principals and teachers are working out the logistics to continue the learning process during the extended spring break. Parents and students will begin to receive correspondence from teachers about lessons and other resources that will keep the educational experience in motion. Meanwhile, area universities have closed their doors and have continued their curriculum online. TCU in Fort Worth has moved coursework online through April 3rd. UT Arlington has also moved their courses online and has canceled all campus tours, events, and activities through at least April 6th. MISD is now offering free, healthy, and delicious meals available to all children ages 18 years and younger at the following distribution sites. Glenn Harmon Elementary, D.P. Morris Elementary, Annette Perry Elementary, Mary Jo Shepard Elementary, Della Eisenhower Intermediate, and Danny Jones Middle School. The packaged meals will be distributed from 11 a.m. to noon, Monday through Friday, in a drive through fashion. No one will need to exit their personal vehicle, but all participating children must be in the vehicle. Children do not have to be a student at the distribution campus to qualify for the meal, and families can visit any of the participating sites. Meals will consist of whole grains, lean protein, fruits, vegetables, and low-fat milk. One local area nonprofit organization is in need of your donations. Susan Luttrell is a board member with Common Ground and said food items are needed to supplement the MISD Nutrition Department's program during this extended spring break. We are working with the school district and uh, conjunction with them getting their meals, lunch meals out each day. Uh, we're also trying to do supplement bags. Uh, that would carry them a little bit further through the day and through the weekend. With that said, what we're needing are single-serving items. They do not need to utilize a stove or an oven in order to be prepared. Microwavable is fine or straight out of the package. So, for instance, Chef Boyardee individual servings, macaroni and cheese individual servings, chicken salads, cereal, breakfast bars, fruit cups and pudding cups, those things are nice too. But it's that entree that we're really looking for. Uh, We are hoping to make sure that we have uh, bags in kids' hands um, before the end of the week and then again next week, and, of course, adjusting as needed. Luttrell said that your donations can be dropped off at any time, 24 hours a day. The food items can be dropped off at 777 North Walnut Creek Drive, and that's at the First Methodist Church, Building D, and there are two big blue bins outside of the missions building, Building D, and they can be dropped off there anytime. The, bill, the bins are being monitored, and but they're out there 24 hours. Common Ground is also working hard to assist with the local elderly. We are also trying to help fill in the gap where there are senior situations. Uh, so we are um, making sure that uh, seniors that uh, have been attending this, the the senior citizen senior center and or other programs in the area are getting contacted. These people tend to be isolated. Uh, the ones that are 
that don't have transportation, and we're making sure that they're getting well call checks. But also, if we uh, find a need for food, we are um, providing that, dropping it off on their doorstep, and uh, so once again, there's no contact. The same thing goes for them as with the kids. Single-serving entree meals would be great, and those can be dropped off at the same location. Again, the drop-off address for your donations to Common Ground is the First United Methodist Mansfield Church, Building D, located at 777 North Walnut Creek Drive. On a national level, U.S. Ambassador Dr. Deborah Burke spoke to the nation on Monday in a White House press conference with a plea to help stop the spread of the coronavirus. We now need to appeal to every single American so that they can have their role in stopping the spread of this virus. We've talked about things before about washing your hands, but we really want to focus on if you are sick, please stay home. If someone in your household is diagnosed with this virus, the entire household should quarantine in the house to prevent spread of the virus to others. If your children are sick, please keep them home. Dr. Burke continued with a special message to millennials. We're asking all of them to hold their gatherings to under 10 people, not just in bars and restaurants, but in homes. We really want people to be separated to be able to address this virus comprehensively that we cannot see, for which we don't have a vaccine or a therapeutic. The only thing we have right now is the amazing ingenuity and compassion of the American people. Closer to home, Tarrant County Commissioner Devin Allen participated in an online community forum held by State Representative Chris Turner on Monday night to address the concerns of area residents. Commissioner Allen spoke with About Mansfield with a recap of the evening. Some of the questions were centered around um, the specifics of COVID-19 and how do you differentiate that from the regular seasonal flu versus the cold or allergies. Other questions were more specific to how we as a county, our public health department are responding and then what resources are available by way of testing capabilities. Um, And then also just um, general things to know about um, how our county is operating in terms of conducting the normal business of the county um, in lieu of the declaration that we passed uh, this past Friday, March 13th, um, our judge declared the county uh, made an emergency declaration re- regarding our county. So let's start with them with the, the county testing. What are the resources for testing for the coronavirus? So one of the big things that people ask is um, what are what are testing capabilities in terms of test kits? And so there are test kits which are required by the labs to perform the testing. But then a test kit doesn't necessarily correlate to the number of people that can be tested with available kits. Um, and then also where can people go for testing? So one of the conversations that we had earlier today in our court was uh, working with our healthcare partners and our public health department to come up with a, if you, I, I would say it's something like a decision tree that would help you to decide where can you go. So right now, 
our public health department is only providing testing under very specific circumstances and that follow kind of really close clinical guidance. Um, and I would be more than happy to connect you with our director of public health, Dr. Vinny Tanasia. Perhaps he could serve as a, uh, as a guest on your show in the very near future. But then also it's a matter of, well, if I have insurance but I don't have a primary care provider, where can I go? And we're trying to encourage people not to go to the emergency department, but instead to utilize a doctor's office if they do have a primary care physician, and then if they don't, to utilize a um, one of the urgent care clinics or one of the, you know the pop-up medical clinics. And then if you don't have insurance, you um, can go to our the JPS clinics that are throughout our county. And even under those circumstances, you're not guaranteed a test because of the limited limited availability of testing. We want to make sure that they're reserved for the most serious need of cases. How many confirmed cases of coronavirus are there in Tarrant County right now? Um, as of this morning, we had six confirmed cases, um, the most recent of which uh, is a confirmed case in Grand Prairie. Nothing in Mansfield? Not as far as I know, but to be completely honest with you, because things are changing so quickly, um, it could be that there is confirmation and we just haven't, we don't know that yet. But as of what we, what I can say for sure is the six confirmed as of this morning um, with our, our last update from our public health department. What's the best way for Mansfield residents to work through the quarantine and uh, get through this crisis? One of the things that we heard yesterday on the call, regardless of whether it was the, the fire chief or um, from Arlington or Dr. Cantu with Mansfield ISD or even Representative Turner, and of course, with various leaders across the community and community members themselves, is that it really is going to take us all working together. And while I may not, not present with symptoms, I may still find I should, even as an official, um, you know, limit my activity as much as possible. So, and we all should do that as much as we can. And there are those who are um, more highly at risk and can suffer some of the more severe uh, consequences of, of the virus. And those would be people with pre-existing health conditions, people who are 60 years and older, uh, pregnant women, um, or those that have chronic respiratory illnesses. And so while, you know, I may not, or though I do have friends and family members who fall in those categories, I'd want to make sure that I'm doing everything that I can, such as washing my hands with soap and water for 20 seconds, using hand sanitizer if washing my hands uh, with soap and water is not um, possible, uh, coughing and sneezing into my arm, uh, into the, the bend of your arm. I mean, those things that are um, hygiene practices that some maybe historically have been better at than others, but we all need to be sure to practice those. Do you think at this time that the cities in your precinct or even just Tarrant County as a whole, are we going to see um, them moving towards the same kinds of restrictions that Dallas has placed on, say, bars and restaurants and, and those kinds of establishments to kind of enhance social distancing? Those are conversations that we're having right now. I mean, uh, currently our recommendation for gatherings is 250 or less. 
and then particularly with bars or restaurants, is 50% of your occupancy not to exceed 125 people. Um, and so we know that obviously we are a very connected community. And so uh, we're evaluating what that looks like for Tarrant County. We're having conversations with um, our uh, mayors and business leaders wanting to make the a decision that's in the um, best interest of our uh, community health, understanding that our economic health is of concern as well. I just want to make sure that um, I direct uh, the listening audience to a couple of resources, one of which is to um, our county public health website that is dedicated to up providing updates regarding the coronavirus, and that is coronavirus.tarrantcounty.com. Again, coronavirus.tarrantcounty.com. And then as well as the coronavirus hotline, which is 817-248-6299. 817-248-6299. That's right. Commissioner Allen represents Tarrant County Precinct 2, which includes the city of Mansfield. About Mansfield spoke with Belinda Willis, City of Mansfield Director of Communications and Marketing by phone on Tuesday morning, who updated us with what facilities are open and closed on a municipal level. Well, from the city level, we have canceled all classes, programs, activities, and events through March 30th at which time the city will reevaluate the situation. That has not changed. We uh, announced that last week. We have closed our public library and the Mansfield Activity Center. Those two facilities have a lot of activity during the day in our effort to keep that social distancing and keeping people from congregating. We have closed those two facilities. City Hall is still open. However, we are strongly encouraging residents to do their city business uh, online. There are mechanisms in place for them to pay their water bill online, for them to pay their court fine online. There's so many things that can be done online via our website. And if they have any questions or are concerned or they don't know if there is something that, uh, that can be done via the website, they can always contact us here at City Hall. Our staff is here ready to, to help and to answer any questions. Willis said that some facility activities have been moved online. People are doing some really amazing things. Uh, they're coming together as a community, which is not surprising at all about Mansfield. That's just what we do. Our recreation center may be closed, but our recreation staff is still working. You know, at 10 a.m. every day, they are coming together and doing a Facebook Live with activities and programs for kids that parents can access for the little ones and the students who are at home because they're not able to go to school at this point. Our library is looking at at ways that they can continue to help their patrons. The Parks and Rec have also gone online with their curriculum, too. Is that correct? That's correct. At 10 a.m. every day, there's a Facebook Live from our Parks and Recreation Facebook page with all different kinds of programming. Yesterday, there was an education program from our nature education specialist. There's going to be all kinds of activities that are going to be happening that they're going to be making available. For more information on city activities, visit mansfieldtexas.gov and click on the Parks and Recreation tab. 
Mansfield Methodist Hospital released a statement to About Mansfield this week following an online unconfirmed scare that the virus may be local, which read, quote, Methodist Health System is closely monitoring the coronavirus outbreak known as COVID-19. The safety of Methodist patients, staff, physicians, volunteers, and community is our top priority. Methodist regularly treats patients with infectious diseases, and our physicians, nurses, and clinical staff are highly trained in infection prevention protocols. Specific to COVID-19, we are following the procedures outlined by local, state, and federal health care authorities. Our COVID-19 task force pays close attention to the evolving recommendations of the CDC and acts accordingly, unquote. As of this recording, there are no confirmed cases of coronavirus at Mansfield Methodist Hospital. So how has the coronavirus pandemic affected your financial investments? Is it time to buy or sell? Local financial advisor Philip Washington Jr. with Stonehill Wealth says, use your head and sock away that money you'd ordinarily be spending out on the town. Be wise, stack up the savings, buy smart, eat smart. Um, I don't think it's the end of the world, but take advantage of this period of time to just stack up some money and build some cash. So make it a positive, you know, don't frivolously waste this opportunity to not stack up money. Use it as an opportunity because it's a great opportunity. Washington said that it is wise to save and invest the money usually spent on gas, eating out, and other social activities during the quarantine. Grocery store hoarding during a crisis is a psychological phenomenon that can be simply defined as monkey see, monkey do. Our Colleen Daniel spoke with Rachel Terry, a therapist and owner of The Hope Place in Mansfield, and breaks down the psychology behind buying, for instance, multiple packs of toilet paper. When you start with something like a pandemic that affects every person, everyone can feel a little bit out of control, especially when we don't have accurate or consistent information about what is happening. So when someone feels out of control, they have a lot of adrenaline and and these different chemicals and hormones that are produced in their brain. In order to get control or to feel like they have control, They will do basically like shopping therapy. (laughs) They will go somewhere and buy something that they can afford. Toilet paper is cheap. Buy something that they can afford that they know they're going to use eventually. And it comes in very large packages, so it, it looks good on the eye. The bigger it is, the more easily accessible it is, the more that they're going to feel like they have control over their lives because they have this big item. It's it's very contagious, kind of like a yawn is contagious, right? Our mirror neurons will see someone yawn, and then all of a sudden we want to yawn. It's also how kids, little kids, or, or even us as adults, we learn how to do something new by watching someone else do it. Our brains can understand, okay, they moved their right hand to, to do something, you know, whatever it is, to fix this this item. So I need to move my right hand to fix this item in this way. So when we're seeing someone else act strangely or oddly, we will tend to mirror it and feel what they're feeling. I can understand that with, you know, maybe one multi-pack of toilet paper. Is the same thing at play when you see someone buying four multi-packs of toilet paper? If they're buying that many packs, then you can look at what might be causing it and see the difference in thinking of this is a serious thing or this is not not as much of a serious thing. We're looking at a pandemic. We've, we haven't experienced this in, in 100 years. So it's a pretty big 
deal. And people, people do understand that and they want to, they want to survive. So their brains are kicked into high gear and you're going to see weird things like stockpiling the toilet paper, uh, maybe stockpiling meat, whatever it is that people can afford. And then one, one person does it and it helps them feel a little bit better then someone else does it and someone else does it. Is there mm-hmm. something people can do? Can they understand this phenomena and maybe, you know, what should they do? Knowing about it is important. So just the knowledge that it is a thing <laughs> is pretty important. People who have never experienced a, a trauma in their lives may be brand new to all of these chemicals that are running through their bodies. They've never had to have that experience before. Um so they they can know about it would be number one. And then number two, they can sit down and write priorities. What is a priority for them? What do they actually need for two weeks? And they do it in different categories. So you do like food, um, you could say hygiene, food, and then, you know, learning, those those sorts of things. What can you do to be safe, right, for two weeks? So does somebody need... 15 packs of toilet paper, huge packs of toilet paper for two weeks. Well, no, not really. It's training your logical brain and your frontal lobe instead to look at the piece of paper and know that this is what you you do need. You already have it, we hope, and you don't have to feel that panic because you have it all written down. Writing helps quite a bit, calming our brains and allowing the frontal lobe to to move forward. Aside from writing your feelings and making lists, Terry recommends that online therapists can walk patients through the coping skills that one needs during a time of crisis. Rachel Terry can be found at hopeplacetx.com. The coronavirus pandemic is affecting businesses locally as customers voluntarily self-quarantine. Derek Hubenak of Dirty Job Brewing is hopeful, yet says it's weighed heavily on his mind. Uh, what's really going through our minds right now is, you know, at first the onset of panic, you know, when you start seeing closures and, you know, the effects uh, that are you know probable for small businesses, not just for ourselves, but for the entire community. There's so many small businesses in downtown Mansfield that are going to be affected by this, though that I'm, I'm actually getting more comfortable with the way that the community and other business owners are reacting at this time, because though some people are, you know, just absolutely saying everything needs to be locked down. I think people are starting to realize, at least sensible people are starting to realize that if you follow CDC suggested uh, protocols and, you know, health um, department protocols, there is no reason why you can't still interact and support small businesses. We just do it safely. We'll get past this and our community will boom and continue to boom. And um, I'm just, you know, we're praying for um, all of our fellow business owners um, that they can survive it and that we're our community, no one contracts it. If plan A is full speed ahead, business as usual, your open regular business hours, is there a plan B for Dirty Job Brewing? Oh, we've already switched to plan B at this point. We've um, So what we've done is we've cut our occupancy to less than half of what it normally is. So we've cut our occupancy down to 45 
And we've also, we've made this a public um, statement as well. We've also um, said we won't accept any groups that are larger than 10. Um, and we also ask that everybody will respect the uh, CDC uh, suggested uh, social spacing protocols while in our tap room if they choose to visit. Uh, which means we will be spacing our tables out more and putting some up so that, you know, you don't have the option uh, to give people the, the room for that spacing. As well, we've also let people know we do ha still have indoor and outdoor seating. For now, our hours are going to remain the same, um, but we've also added the additional curbside service where people can call in in advance, put their order in for food or packaged beer to go. We've ordered a whole bunch of cans, um, some of those of which we're also going to be canning up filtered Mansfield water um, for any uh, locals in the area that uh, maybe aren't able to get them on the shelves. We can help provide them some emergency relief with some canned water. Um, so we're, we're trying to do our best to stay open, um, but we are we are not going to maintain the, the typical Plan A um, at this time. Hubenak says it's a time for Mansfield residents and the business community to pull together as one. But I also want to encourage all other uh, local business owners to take all the precautions they need to and don't give up hope. Have faith in our community. We've seen what um, what the power of community can do. We saw that on uh, St. Patty's Day when the pickle parade had to cancel, unfortunately. Um, everybody's still supported. And, you know, just let's hang in there and bear bear with each other in this in this time and buckle down the hatches and let's all just come together as a community and make sure our community is safe, but also protect our families and, and the investments that we've made in our business. In this week's poll question, Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio once again took to social media and we asked the question, do you think the supermarket hoarding craze was fueled by mainstream media, social media, both or neither? Colleen? Well, Steve, with over 400 votes cast, 80% are pointing fingers at both mainstream media, which consists of TV, radio, and newspapers, and social media. We'll have the results of another unscientific poll next week. Let's check the weather forecast for the upcoming week with Alexa. Weather alert for Mansfield. There's a flash flood watch in effect until Wednesday, March 18th, 7 p.m. The forecast for the next seven days, Wednesday, 80 degrees Fahrenheit and thunderstorms. Thursday, 78 degrees and thunderstorms. Friday, 57 degrees and lots of clouds. Saturday, 59 degrees and intermittent clouds. Sunday, 61 degrees and thunderstorms. Monday, 72 degrees and cloudy skies. Tuesday, 80 degrees and mostly sunny weather. The defending 5A basketball state champions Timberview High School boys team never got the chance for a twofer title as the Texas UIL halted all games following the 3A match last week in San Antonio until further notice. The Wolves were scheduled to play Wagner High School from San Antonio last week for the 5A state title. Texas UIL and the Texas Association of Private and Parochial Schools, or TAPS, separately announced last week that all spring sports will be affected. TAPS suspended spring sports until April 12th, while the UIL announced it is shutting down all high school competitions through March 29th. That's a look at news, weather, and sports. If you have a news tip that you would like us to follow up on, send us an email at news at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is news at aboutmansfield.com. 
We'd like to remind you that there are a couple of ways you can easily follow this podcast. Log on to our website at aboutmansfield.com and enter your email address under the Follow Podcast by Email heading, or simply click on the Subscribe tab on the podcast player you're currently listening to. Following or subscribing is free, and we will never send you any spam. As a program note, we want to let you know that Campaign 2020 starts next week on About Mansfield. It is our intention to interview all 15 of the school board, city council, and mayoral candidates. Next week, we will present in-studio interviews with all three of the school board Place 7 candidates. When we come back, we will talk about the benefits of CBD with shop owner Sonia Salazar. We're back in 30 seconds. You're listening to About Mansfield. Hi, I'm Carmen McMillan, Executive Director of Mansfield Mission Center, inviting you to make our thrift store your one stop for shopping, donating, and volunteering. When neighbors buy your donations, the proceeds help other Mansfield neighbors in need with free services including financial assistance, employment help, food, medical, dental, and vision care. Voted Best Thrift Store in 2019 by Living Magazine, the Mansfield Mission Center Thrift Store is located at Broad and Walnut Creek. For more details, visit our website at Mansfield mansfieldmission.org. That's mansfieldmission.org. Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, and in the studio today, I have really been looking forward to this uh, this segment here, is a shop owner, an entrepreneur in uh, based in Mansfield, and her business is called Wise Wellness, and it's W-Y-S-E Wellness. Sonia Salazar, welcome to About Mansfield. Hi. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Now, I'm I'm actually really excited about the, about this topic because is is it evil? Is it good for you? Is it this? Is it that? Is it, my mind is just going nuts right now. Mm-hmm. But first, um, you and I met at a a business uh, networking event. It, yes. was, it was held at um, Little Blue Goat. Yes, it was. And uh, and then later, mm-hmm. uh, you and I crossed paths at the Chamber of Commerce, yes. where I gave a, uh, a little seminar on Podcasting 101. Correct. And you won the contest. I did. And you are here to collect on your contest, <laughs> which is a, a 15-minute interview on on uh, on the About Mansfield podcast. Yes. And, but... Like I am really glad that you won this because CBD is it's to me it's a fascinating topic. Absolutely, and uh, that's what we're going to talk about for the next fifteen minutes. Is is well, you know what? Let's start with the first question. What <laughs> is CBD? Okay, CBD stands for cannabidiol. 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 Okay, yes. let's just call it CBD. It's much, much easier. Okay. So um, it is an, it's a, a photocannabinoid that's found in the cannabis plant. It's, that's the most basic way to describe it. So the cannabis plant has been bred now over time to have a higher CBD content and a very, very low THC content, specifically for this reason, that people knew that there was you know, these medicinal benefits of the plant but did not want to have um, a high euphoric effect. So over time, we have now these strains that can, you know, have all the way down to non-detectable THC naturally. So that's where we're at right now in the cultivation of it. So um, they just... uh, Learned how to extract it not too terribly long ago, about 30 plus years ago, but like (laughs) (laughs) 
it's really, in terms of medicine, very, very new. Um, and medicine, of course, is a controversial term for it. Uh, but I feel like we're on the path to getting there to it being um, accepted as medicine. So. so it comes from, you said it comes from the cannabis. So cannabis it's... Marijuana or hemp or what is uh, and again the sure. difference between marijuana and hemp and where okay where does CBD come from All right so marijuana and hemp are legal terms not scientific terms so that is the designation for the THC level in hemp and uh, marijuana so that's how they determine that is through the percentage of THC. Hemp is the legal designation for anything 0.3% and under. So anything above that is marijuana. And that is a legal term only. <laughs> okay, so the... And it all comes derives from cannabis. All of it. I yes. gotcha. We technically in Texas have low THC cannabis. Can you believe that I'm saying this right now? That is the technical term. CBD is legal. CBD is legal. As of June 10th, 2019... THC is not legal. Up to 0.3%, it is legal. Okay. Up <laughs> All right. See, <laughs> when when is it? When is everything going to become legal? I'll you, put it out there. You probably don't have that answer. I do not. No okay. one does. I say, okay, we only make laws in this state every two years, so it's not going to be 2021. But yep. it, we're not there yet. Maybe in the next cycle after that. That would probably be our closest time. The What else could happen is they could schedule it federally, federally, but the states still will have the the you know, overall uh, regulation and that type of thing and the decisions to make if they want to make it legal or not. So, so CBD is not going to get me high. No. All right. <laughs> but what, w what would I use it for? And, and uh, actually let's start with, uh, how is it applied to the body? Is it taken internally, externally? Do I wash my hair with it or, or help, help me out here? Gotcha. You probably don't want to wash your hair with it. <laughs> It needs to be on the skin for a, a duration for it to be able to, you know, have some kind of effect. So I don't believe in things that wash off. I don't believe in soap, CBD soap, shampoo, body wash, any of that. Not yet. Haven't seen a product. Haven't tried one yet that has done anything, which just logically says to me that it really wouldn't. So, But topicals take anywhere from five to 10 minutes. So uh, we have a variety of topicals in the store because there's different um, formulations, of course. And, and different consistencies. So topicals are great for specific pain, knee, elbow, neck, lower back, those types of things. So you leave it on there. But I like to do topicals in a layering fashion. So I would layer it with an ingestion method, whether you chew it, you um, put it under your tongue, or you smoke it, some kind of way to get it inside also. So so you're attacking from both sides, Correct. externally and, and internally. Correct. Mm -hmm. Very good. Um, so what are some of the symptoms that, that people have when they come in to see you to, to buy CBD? Right. So I can't say that this is, you know, an anti-inflammatory. It may work for some people for their inflammatory issues, but for FDA regulations, I can't say it will treat this, it will cure that, it will even help this. All I can say is that you can try it and see what it does for you. Right. Because generally people are looking to control their pain, help with their sleep, 
and uh, stress and anxiety. Generally, that's what people tell me. Sleep is probably the biggest one, I would say, for sure. Um, and pain is the second one. So there's different ways that you can treat both of those things. Um, we have sleepy gummies. So those have gummies with melatonin in them. And it's just a little bit of that combination that seems to work really well for people. And they can take it every night safely and not feel groggy when they wake up in the morning. And, um, I mean, we use it ourselves all the time in different ways. Uh, Tom uses the gummies not every night, but close to every night. And then I use tincture because I like tincture. So okay. it's a whole other way. So when someone takes CBD, whether it's on uh, on the skin or internally, what, do, what does CBD feel like once it has worked itself into the body? Okay, gotcha. So... What generally it feels like, it feels like the absence of things. So you have the absence of pain, the absence of stress or anxiety, and the absence of insomnia. So some people, it's such a subtle feeling, and it's a calming feeling if you get anything. It's a relaxed feeling, if you will, without intoxication. So it's really hard to describe in words, right? right. So, um, so people tell me that they feel it when it starts wearing off that's when they realize how good it's working because they're like, now my arm hurts again. About six hours, like she told me. I hear that all the time because tinctures generally last about six hours. You take it under your tongue, gets into your system about five minutes. Edibles will last a little bit longer, um, about eight hours. But they take about a half hour to work. So you kind of trade off things depending on what you're trying to treat. If you need something for all day, if you have pain all day from sitting or something like that, you know, an edible is going to last longer. And of course, for sleep if you're trying to get eight hours, right. you know, that elusive number we all try to get. And so the, the effects of CBD, then there really isn't an effect until it starts to wear off. Right. There's no euphoric effect. Right. So people, I think sometimes are disappointed by that a little. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the lady that I ran into, I was in a CBD store in Arlington mm -hmm. and she goes, I just can't decide what to buy. Well, I can't what I, because I mean, she thought that she was going to, she was just in this, this store. That's, that's this magical store that right. whatever she buys, she's going to get her <laughs> euphorically high. Right. I yeah. can't decide what to buy. I said, okay, all right. right. Settle yes. down lady. <laughs> it so, is, it is such a just calm, um, subtle feeling. Like I said, it's very difficult to describe in words. You just have to experience it. It's an experience if you will. So can you cook with, CBD? You can cook with CBD. What do you cook with CBD? Right now, we're cooking gummies with CBD. We're cooking gummies. <laughs> They're amazing. Which... And it's so much fun what we're doing right now. So we're infusing coconut oil, and then we're making gummies out of them. So you infuse a fat. Sure. A, a cannabis is lipophilic, or CBD is lipophilic, so it likes fat. It works well with fat, and that's why you have CBD oils. So, um, so you can cook... I mean, really almost anything. Uh, there's a process that you have to do to get the infusion done. So there's, a, you know, different steps to do that. But you can buy machines online. You can buy a magical butter machine online or any kind of infuser and make well, it yourself. And that was that was my next question. Can the consumer come in so that I would assume they would buy CBD oil? They would buy CBD flour. Fla <laughs> <laughs> We're in dispensary terms now. <laughs> CBD flour. Correct. Mm -hmm. And the other ingredients, I would assume, are store-bought. And, yes. and And then you said you, you buy a special machine, mm -hmm. which will... Will can create the gummies. Yeah, it will create the or, oil, and then or, you make the gummies uh, out of the oil, mm -hmm, or okay. butter, or whatever you choose to do. Yes, it's an infusion. Will CBD show up in a drug test? 
It can with heavy prolonged use because you do have up to 0.3% THC in there. It really just depends on you and how you metabolize things. So we've had people that are regularly drug tested because they're in pain management, but they also take CBD and they've been fine. We have others that have a trace amount. So generally they're working with their doctor saying, okay, I'm taking this. Here's the labs because we have the lab reports for everything we have in the store and say, okay, this is why, you know, and generally it's just a trace amount. So they're able to explain that. And it can, and any even things that say that are zero percent THC, mm-hmm. there isn't regulation yet. So you have to, if your livelihood depends on it, and this is what I tell people: if your livelihood depends on it, then I recommend not taking it, just because there is a chance. That's wise advice. <laughs> That's what we're here for. That's right. <laughs> is CBD just for humans? CBD is not just for humans. It is for all mammals with a vertebrae is what the current studies are telling us. But for sure for cats and dogs because we use it <laughs> on our animals and, and many people do. Uh, it's one of our bestsellers is is a pet tincture. Yeah, um, my wife and I use CBD oil on our dog. Yes, it's, it which works wonders when when storms are coming. Exactly. It, and yes. you had mentioned earlier in the in the interview you use the wording anxiety. Definitely. And that's mm-hmm. what. We use it for yes. our dog is very anxious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sound of thunder and and I, dogs can hear thunder well before. Uh, oh, definitely yes. If it thunders in Grapevine, my Chihuahua is losing her mind, and <laughs> we just and she's older, and so we know that when she starts like hobbling just a little bit, we just it's usually daily now because she is like eleven years old. So okay. so she needs just a little bit, you know. So they're so tiny, they, they don't need that much, and it lasts twelve hours for them. So once a day is plenty for them. So. So CBD, it's for humans. It's for humans. It's for dogs and cats. Mm -hmm. It's not mysterious. It's not going to get you euphorically high. Uh, It's... Would you would you would you call it safe? I'd call it definitely. I would call it safe. I use it every day. My family uses it every day. There's lots of people here in Mansfield that are using it every day now. (laughs) And there's just so many different uses for it. And it really is simple. It is just a plant. Yeah. So it's all natural. It is. And they make, you know, they make hamburgers out of plants. So (laughs) if you think about it in that context, you know, it really is just a plant. It really isn't for anybody who consumes it. It's, it's very natural. And that's what I love about it. It is. If someone wanted more information, where's your shop located? It is on FM 157 north of Waterburger (laughs) between Debbie Lane and Mauser Way. And we are right beside Mansfield Fine Jewelry. Do you have a website? We do. It's wisewell.com, W-Y-S-E-W-E-L-L.com. Do you have a phone number? 682-313-4767. Wisewell.com, W-Y-S-E-W-E-L-L, wisewell.com is the website for Wise Wellness. If you are interested in receiving more information about, um, about CBD, and go see go see Sonia. Yes, please come in. I love can of chats, can of conversations, the whole thing. And can of chats. Mm-hmm. I'm learning all kinds of stuff today. <laughs> this, is, this is wonderful. <laughs> and this is the funnest thing I've ever done in my life. It is the by far the uh, most interesting, and I meet so many 
different and new people, and they just want to talk about cannabis. And, and Sonia, you are one of the most fun <laughs> interviews I've done yet. I've been doing interviews now for about four or five months here yeah. at, about Mansfield, mm-hmm. and um, appreciate you having. Thank a, you. Thanks for coming in. It's been fun. I look forward to seeing you at uh, at your shop in the future. Sounds good. Thanks. Thank we'll you. be right back. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Welcome back to About Mansfield. We welcome all feedback about the program, whether it's a specific news story or feature that you heard. Feel free to chime in by email at comments at aboutmansfield.com or by voicemail at 817-435-2938. That's 817-435-2938. We will read or play back some of the comments in a future show. Congratulations to Jessica Ross, who was the first person to email the correct answer about last week's trivia question. What was the population of Mansfield, Texas in 1880? Jessica knew that the answer was 249 people and receives a $25 gift card to Big D Barbecue. A little fun fact about 1880, Texas was the 18th largest state in the 37th state union with just over 1.1 million people. Galveston was the largest city at the time with 22,000. By comparison, Texas is now the second largest state in the union with over 20 million people, and Galveston has fallen from number one to 68th place with a population of just over 50,000 people. After the break, this week's Trivia Question of the Week, I'm Steve Casillo with Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Welcome back to About Mansfield. It is time now for the highly coveted, often sought trivia question of the week. The first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com will receive a $25 gift card to Big D Barbecue. They're pumping out smoked tender meats and a unique organic sauce paired with local craft beers. They've been doing it since 2013. Located next to the railroad tracks at 226 North Walnut Creek Drive in Mansfield, you can find them on the internet at BigDBarbecue.com. Let's get to this week's question. Famed blues singer Ella Mae Morse was raised in Mansfield, Texas, born on September 12th, 1924. This week's trivia question is, what song was Ella Mae Morse most noted for singing? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, what song was Ella Mae Morse most noted for singing? Good luck and thanks to Jordy and the great folks at Big D Barbecue for the gift card. 
Coming up next week on About Mansfield, continuing coverage of the coronavirus and how it affects the lives of Mansfield residents, as well as an in-studio with Jan and John Cox, owners of Stevens Garden and Grill, as they quickly are approaching their 20th year in business here in Mansfield. The show will be released on Wednesday, March 25th. Until then, don't forget to follow this podcast if you haven't already, so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Go to our website, aboutmansfield.com, enter your email address on the homepage. We will never send you any spam, we promise. Thanks for listening. For Colleen Daniel, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is About Mansfield.